Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And this episode is all about how I made $200,000 as an elopement photographer last year. And yeah, I want to pull back the curtain and kind of explain how that works. (laughs) So really, what it comes down to is I used to say three pillars. Now I've changed it to four pillars of things that you have to focus on in your business, essentially. So that really comes down to mindset is huge. I've realized now that I've coached over 120 people that the status of your business is really a reflection of your mindset and what you think you're capable of. So mindset is what I've put as the first pillar. The second pillar is pricing. That kind of ties in to mindset as well, because if you deep down have issues with money, like you're never going to end up reaching the price that you should to, to really be successful as an elopement photographer. I'm also going to talk about marketing. Marketing is like this weird term that a lot of people are afraid of. They don't quite understand it. Marketing, I think, is my zone of genius, my wheelhouse, something I'm very, very comfortable with. So we're going to talk about marketing and then also client experience because everything that we do should be to provide an amazing, amazing client experience. So amazing planning experience for our couples. I want them to just be so happy with not only the experience of booking me, finding me, planning their elopement with me, but then also the actual elopement day, everything to their gallery delivery and creating an album or something along those lines. So piecing all these pillars together, it's really kind of like a puzzle. And when they all click together, it's almost like you can feel it like, oh my God, now everything is working. But when puzzle pieces are out of place, then it can just completely stall out your business. So that's what I'm going to talk about. And then I also want to talk about how Todd created a $90,000 elopement videography business last year, because that's really cool. So before I get into things, Todd, how did you create a $90,000 videography business? So that was my second year. Mm -hmm. My first year, I don't remember what I grossed, but I netted $4,000. So (laughs) the first year was less than exciting. Well, it was exciting, but it was less than successful. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second year, I obviously had come a long way in that first year. And it was kind of a, it was kind of a hustle. I mean, probably overexerting myself, charging not enough, Mm -hmm. taking on too many jobs. Yep too far away. So I had a couple stretches where I was shooting, traveling, shooting, traveling, a lot of driving. But that's kind of the norm, unfortunately, in our industry is when you start, right, you're not charging as much. You're having to book more sessions or more videos or more couples. And I did a lot of things that 
Megan as my business coach and spouse recommended me not doing. Uh, I chose to do those anyways, and I learned the hard way. Yep. But I learned. And yeah, had to take on some jobs that I thought were going to be either financially lucrative or fulfilling that weren't. But again, I was still, and I still am, and kind of on the early stages of this business. So still trying to figure out what works, what doesn't, what I enjoy. So it was a lot of those things. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And so I've been in the game, so to speak, since 2016. So I have learned a lot of the hard lessons the hard way. It took me years to book an elopement over $4,000, let alone over $5,000. And I remember, I think it was the end of 2019 when I was like burnt out and I had made a good amount of money, but I was still kind of on the struggle bus. And I remember hearing about some photographer, some elopement photographer that was booking $8,000 elopements and had made over 200K. And I just thought that that was crazy and totally unattainable. (laughs) And I remember thinking like, how is that even possible? And then last year, I booked... I think it was 26 elopements for an average of seven to $8,000 for me and made $200,000 as an elopement photographer. And yeah, a lot of puzzle pieces had to come together for that to happen. So I'm going to go in, I'm going to go into those puzzle pieces or pillars. So mindset, I'm going to go over quickly, but yeah, you have to be in the right mindset to grow a business to multiple six figures. And you have to, I mean, that just doesn't, it doesn't happen passively. Like you have to actively work towards that as well. So you have to overcome perfection. You have to take risks. You have to get uncomfortable. You have to pivot, problem solve, all of those things. So that is a big part of it. And you have to overcome a lot of your limiting beliefs about money because you got to charge a lot. And one of the things that I'm so proud of for hitting 200K last year is that I also hit 500K worth of coaching bookings last year. And I did both at the same time. And I did not burn out. I pretty much took the month of September off. (laughs) While Todd was like running around like a crazy person getting all his videos in and stuff. And yeah, it was a pretty, it was a pretty good year. We traveled all over. We went to Hawaii. We went all over Colorado. Oh, we stayed in Colorado for a month and like the San Juans, which is the most beautiful part of Colorado. We were all over Utah, New Mexico, Arizona. I mean, it was just, it was a really good fulfilling year. Oh, and we shot at Amangiri, which is like a huge bucket list location for a lot of people. And I didn't overextend myself. So that has come from years of mindset work. (laughs) And So let's get into pricing because you're going to hear me all the time basically say that if you're charging less than $5,000 per elopement that you're not profitable. And I will take that to my grave. And it took me four years, I think, before I booked a $5,000 elopement. And I'm helping people do them their first year of business, their first few elopements ever booked. And that's because you have to be profitable. And after seeing like a hundred cost of doing business spreadsheets of all my students, pretty much everybody who puts in their expenses at the end of the day, if they are charging less than $5,000 per elopement, they are just not making enough money. They're not profitable. And if you're charging less than $3,000, you're probably losing money. So 
being an elopement photographer is friggin' expensive. <laughs> Traveling is expensive. Having to outsource things so that you can travel is expensive. Our gear is expensive. I mean, it's just all very, very expensive. So if you're charging less than $5,000, you have got to raise those prices. And a lot of being able to raise your prices also comes along with marketing, because I'm sure many of you listening have I still experience this to this day when price hagglers come across our contact forms and they just want a couple hours of photos and their budget's 1500 and they can't possibly imagine spending more than that. And guess what, guys? Those just aren't our ideal couples. We do not need to listen to them or pay attention to them. They are never going to value photography more than their budget. And it's not our job to try to convince them otherwise. It's our job to market to the people who see this as an experience and already value photography and are willing to drop money on the perfect photographer for them and somebody that they can connect with and envision themselves spending eight hours or 12 hours with and having conversations with and hiking in the dark with them. You know, you have to create that connection with people through marketing. So marketing is is your strategy to basically drive people to your website, increase your website visitors, and then also help people get to know you, like you, and trust you enough to spend a shit ton of money on you for your elopement because you got to make a living and you got bills to pay and this shit ain't cheap. So I have no issues charging seven, eight thousand, nine, ten thousand dollars for an elopement because I know I give an amazing experience. And I know my clients love me. My couples love me. I have over 65 star reviews. I want to be friends with all my couples. Even at the end of an eight hour day, we hate saying goodbye to each other. I use Instagram to stay connected with them before and after their elopement. So providing an amazing client experience is the best thing that you can do for your business. And that really means taking them through an organized streamlined planning process where you really listen to them and you hear them and you give them everything they want on their elopement day. You help them dream a little bit bigger, include some activities that they maybe didn't think of, some locations they didn't think of. And then on the day of, you also listen to them and you check in with them and you are more a partner and a teammate with them than you know, somebody who's just running the day without their input or doing things that you want to do. Like it's all it's all about your couples and they are going to value the experience more when they invest more money into it, which sounds crazy, but it's true. Like the people that pay more money for elopements, if it's raining or windy, they're going to make the best of it because they put a lot of money into this day and you put a lot of planning and conversations into this day. So they're going to treasure it. Whereas somebody who spends a a grand (laughs) and it's raining and windy on their day, they're going to be pissed because they didn't trust you and they are trying to micromanage and nitpick everything and they're going to blame you for some wind. And that's a real situation that happened to one of my coaching students. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with those type of people or those type of photographers either. Right. I mean, because there's a spot in the market for that. But, Not a sustainable spot, but sure. But for the experience that we're wanting to provide and the couples we want to work with, it's, I mean, it has to be mutually beneficial to both of us, right? Both the client and the service provider. And so it's just a different world than kind of that lower end budget, just because it's mm-hmm. a different priority for those type of people. So 
yeah, the people who prioritize and are spending a lot of money on elopements, like they know that I pretty much have that whole week blocked off for them. I'm going to show up creatively energized instead of depleted. I don't have things lined up the day before and the day after. Like I see all the time photographers who kind of brag about like having a, you know, a, a triple header weekend. I would hate it if my wedding day was on a Sunday after a photographer shot two other weddings and shows up just drained, dehydrated, sleep deprived <laughs> to my wedding day. Like I'm going to pay extra for the extra attention and creativity and stuff like that. We have we are technically married, but we are eloping in September to say our vows. We have not said our vows yet. We are going to Alaska and going on a helicopter and taking a tour of the mountains and glaciers and all that kind of stuff. And we're spending a lot of money on our photographer and our videographer. And I knew forever that I wanted Henry to be my photographer. And if you are an elopement photographer, you know exactly who I'm talking about when I say Henry. <laughs> he is amazing. And he's a true artist. And whatever he charges, I would have paid. And it took us a while to find a videographer that we felt like we connected with that seemed like had the same values that we could spend a whole day with that would bring the right energy and vibe. It took us a while to find that person and whatever he charges, we're paying, right? So that's really like what couples who are loping are trying to find is the person that they can envision this adventure, this grand adventure on one of the most important days of their life where chances are parents aren't invited, siblings aren't invited, best friends may not even be invited. It's just the photographer and they need to be able to connect with that photographer, just like we had to be able to connect with our photographer and videographer. And then I have so many people, so many students who hate Instagram, hate TikTok, don't want to show their face, don't want to be themselves on social media. And like, how, how do you expect people to connect with you and want to pay you a lot of money if they don't even know who you are and what you look like? You know, it's just impossible. It's like literally impossible. So to get from charging like 1500 bucks and dealing with price hagglers who are very annoying and vocal about how they think you're charging too much money, to make that huge leap to connecting with your ideal couples and charging a price that actually allows you to make a living doing this and providing an amazing experience for them and not being burnt out and taking on more than you can handle making that leap is really all about the marketing. And marketing is not just showing your face on Instagram. You know, it's also being very cognizant that people are out there searching for elopement photographers, and they have to be able to find your website. And the majority of people I coach come to me having no idea how many website visitors they're getting. They know that they get the occasional inquiry and booking, which is enough to keep them going. But then when we look at their website visitors, it's like 40, 50, maybe up to 100 or 200. And guys, you need like a 1000 website visitors to help your ideal couples find you. And they need to be coming from Google, Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram. You have to utilize more than one marketing channel. And for videographers, Todd, what are the marketing channels for videographers? Ooh, what we found is that the photographers hold all of the keys, at oh, least yes. for videographers. All the power. Yeah. It's usually, I mean, for elopements, 
where there's very few vendors, there's definitely going to be an elopement photographer there. And so they are our, our being the videographer space, they're our gatekeepers. So getting in good graces and becoming friends and becoming colleagues with photographers has been the single most important thing for growing my business. Mm-hmm. It's just a numbers game and the photographers know all the couples mm-hmm. and not every couple will want a videographer, but they're the ones that they know the couples, they know the locations and they are our best advocates for getting our name out there and trying to get booked by couples. If you are an elopement photographer that wants to make six figures and is having trouble increasing your pricing, understanding marketing, increasing your website visitors, all of those things, then I definitely invite you to check out my elopement photographer mastermind. I started group coaching with elopement photographers two years ago, and the mastermind was created a year ago. And since then, we've had over a dozen people hit six figures. We're having folks booking $5,000 elopements their first year of business and even just their first few ever elopements booked. So amazing things are happening in there. I'm in there. Todd is a videography coach in there. So we do welcome videographers. I also have my secret weapon, Jess Haney, who is our copy coach, and she does a full audit of your website and will review anything that needs reviewed from a copywriter. I am soon to have a Google Ads and Pinterest coach in there. So it's just awesome. We're doing amazing things in there. You don't have to try to do this alone, and I would definitely welcome you to apply. You can find all the information at meganmcphail.com slash mastermind. I also have tons of information, including lots more student wins over on my Instagram at Megan McPhail. And we'll also include a link in the show notes for anybody interested. So we'd love to hear from you and see your application come through. Yeah, because about half the couples that book me also want to book Todd. So we realized that that was not sustainable long term for him if he wanted to make a full time living being a videographer. So he needed to book some video projects by himself. And we tried running ads and all that kind of stuff. And basically, the thing that brought him those bookings was his relationships and connections with other photographers, which he went out and nurtured on his own. And yeah, that was huge for him. So it's definitely it's a very different. It's just very different than what elopement photographers have to do, because we really do like we have to show up on Google, we have to show up on Pinterest, Instagram, TikTok, all those things like people are actively looking for us. So we have to be there for them to find. And posting on Instagram alone is not the thing it used to be back in the day. Like I was able to have a six figure business basically from posting on Instagram back in like 2018, maybe even a little 2019. Now Instagram is so much just like a scrolling app that as soon as somebody finds you on Instagram, they move on to the next thing. So it's really just not the source of leads that it used to be. It's definitely a place where you can still connect with people and share your vibe and help people get to know you. And it's not like you shouldn't be posting on there at all. But if your whole strategy is to post on Instagram and you are ignoring Google, Pinterest, and TikTok, you are not going to make it. (laughs) 
If anything, I would prioritize Google, Pinterest, and TikTok over Instagram if you are struggling already with Instagram. If you're listening to this in 2023. Yes. If you're listening to this in 2023, yeah. Who knows what it's going to be a year from now. Things are always changing, but that's why you have to have the mindset of a problem solver and pivot with things instead of complaining. You know, like so many people complained that Instagram wasn't giving them the reach that they wanted. And then they like introduced reels and gave them more reach. And then people were complaining about having to post on reels. (laughs) And now like they're not giving the reach on reels that they used to. And now people are complaining about that. It's like, guys, stop complaining and utilize the marketing channels the way they're meant to be utilized. And like, that's it. It's just a marketing channel. It's just a way to get yourself out there so that people can get to know you, like you, and trust you. That's all it is. Stop putting all these weird emotions attached to it. Same with money. We have so many weird emotions attached to money where it's like, oh my God, that's so expensive. It's like, no, it just costs what it costs. Money is a tool. It just is what it is. You know, like we have to stop putting all these weird emotional things on it and just be like, okay, if I want to be successful and make 200K as an elopement photographer, I've got to build my website visitors. I've got to have a marketing message. I've got to up my prices to like seven or 8,000 bucks an elopement. How am I going to do this? Is it going to happen overnight? No. Is it going to be a slog where it takes some time to build those website visitors and to slowly increase my pricing over time as my client experience gets better? Absolutely. But it can happen, but you have to actively pursue it and not just kind of passively get what you get and be like, oh, I guess this isn't meant for me if you have 50 website visitors a month and yeah, and are just dealing with price shoppers. (laughs) It doesn't mean you're meant to quit and not succeed. It's just that you're focusing on the wrong things. So yeah, in my coaching, one of the first things we introduce is keeping track of your metrics and keeping track of your website visitors and realizing that there's power in the numbers and understanding where you're losing people and how to improve your sales funnel over time. And does that take more time than some people want? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it happens really quickly. Sometimes I have to talk people off the ledge from quitting (laughs) before they get there. But people are getting there way freaking faster than I did. Like, I wish I had this coaching back in the day because I had to just figure out everything on my own. I bought every online course under the sun, didn't finish any of them because I have ADHD and that's just not happening. But actually having somebody to tell you what to do that works is amazing, right? Unless you're like Todd and you still don't listen to me. (laughs) And I have varying levels of success (laughs) when I do and don't do that. (laughs) And yeah, understanding that, you know, you can raise your prices and you can work with your ideal clients and you can be successful and make a six figure to multi six figure dollar business, elopement photography business or videography business. And it's in your power to do so. But yeah, understanding those four pillars of mindset, pricing, marketing, client experience, and having them all pieced together in the correct way and almost feeling them all click together, that's when you'll see the real success. And it's not its not easy to put those together, honestly. It took me years and years and years. I have some students that I have no doubt they would have gotten there eventually without coaching, but they just sped it up by coaching. 
And I know for a fact that there's a bunch of people that would have quit if it hadn't been for my coaching and hadn't been for figuring all this out and troubleshooting. When the puzzle pieces, you think you're working so hard on them, but they haven't quite clicked into place and you're frustrated and you want to quit, but you keep going and you keep troubleshooting and then it all comes together and all of a sudden you have this six-figure business. (laughs) So I want to add one last thing. Being on the flip side of this industry, like as we have started planning our elopement, Mm. there are a lot of things that I've learned. And the first one, most importantly, is like we came across, as you mentioned, took us a while to find the right videographer for us. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm familiar with a lot of videographers and in love with a lot of people's work. And I thought that was going to be enough. But then when we got on either phone calls or I started digging in to like try to get to know them or what their values were, that was the biggest struggle was finding the right person that had the right vibe that we wanted Mm -hmm. to be at our event, right? And like we put a lot of thought into inviting or not inviting our parents, friends, family. Mm -hmm. And when it comes down to it, we wanted someone like freaking cool to hang out with Mm -hmm. on our day, right? We've opted for them over our parents. Yeah. And so, yeah, they better be freaking cool. Yeah. (laughs) And um, yeah, kind of along the lines of what you were kind of talking about, like you have to show who you are Mm -hmm. because that's what people are going to book you on. Like, yeah, your work is beautiful, but it can only go so far because it's, again, kind of in this newer space where people are valuing experiences more than objects like Mm -hmm. we are. We want a banger video and we want banger photos, but we also want that day to be enjoyable and like memorable. And so getting both of those pieces was a challenge. So I guess the the main point there is like, be the freaking cool person that someone wants to hire and show that. Absolutely. And yeah. Oh man, that brings me to so many things that I want to talk about, but we'll probably have to save them for another podcast episode. But yeah, it's a combination of your work and your personality is really what people are paying for. And so that's why it's so much different than wedding photography or wedding videography, where people are kind of just booking people because they live near the venue (laughs) that they're and they like their work. But like the personality is a little bit less of an important value. Whereas like that was kind of it was like more important at one point. I'm like, I'd rather have the right personality, the right person and like maybe sacrifice what we're thinking for the video. And luckily, I feel like we found the person who's both not only your personality, but like if you are kind of like trendy as far as photography or videography goes and like following other people's trends, I think it's more important to stand out than to follow trends because then if you have the same work or body of work as another person and neither of you are kind of showing your personality, then a couple might make a decision based on price. I don't think our decisions were really made on price. It was more like whatever they're charging will pay if we get the right work and the right personality, right? And I know a lot of other couples are doing that too. So really trying to photograph and video things by your unique perspective and kind of infusing your personality into your work and into your marketing message 
that's how you can up your prices. That's how you can charge whatever you want because the right people will be attracted to that. And you only need, again, I made 200K from like 26 couples. That's not a lot of people. We don't need to attract thousands and thousands of people. You just have to find the right 26 quirky, weird people that are attracted to your eccentricities <laughs> that you can hang out with, but also love your work. Instead of comparing yourself to others and trying to emulate others, if you really just like put on your blinders and do your own thing and create your own work, whether it's trendy or not, if you can set yourself apart in that way, like you'll, you'll be able to attract your people and charge higher prices, but you also have to make sure you're focusing on those website visitors. <laughs> You have to get website visitors, guys. So if if I would, I mean, I could literally spend a million hours talking about how to make 200K as an elopement photographer. This is a very, very basic overview. But if I had to say anything and leave you with any advice, it would be be yourself, work on your art, carve your own lane, and make sure that you stand out in this space. But also check your website visitors. <laughs> If you're getting anything, I mean, I've done quote unquote studies, like I've pulled people and I've seen with my own students, if you have 200 or less, you are on the struggle bus forever. You've got to get over at least 500 and even people at 500 are still kind of riding the struggle bus. If you're over a thousand, you're probably good. You're going to make six figures. And that is going to be the biggest slog and the hardest part of your business is growing those website visitors. But I can talk forever and ever about everything and how it all fits together and how, you know, the puzzle pieces and the pillars and all that kind of stuff. But like, check your website visitors. That's my actionable tip for the day. <laughs> so thanks so much for listening, guys. And bye. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.